welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 76 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about the new head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, Frank Vogel, who is off to a great start as the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. And why I'm talking about him is that so many people are surprised by this. And I think it's one of the most ridiculous things that happened this offseason in the NBA is that we question the hiring of Frank Vogel as a head coach. Here are the recent list of people who were the head coach of the Lakers after Phil Jackson, who of course won all those rings with Kobe. So you had Mike Brown when Kobe and Dwight first started. He got fired within the first couple of weeks of being the head coach. Then they went to D'Antoni. Then they went to Laker legend Byron Scott. Then they went to Laker bench player Luke Walton. In the case of Mike Brown, he didn't get along with Kobe or Dwight. In the case of Mike D'Antoni, he didn't have a point guard, and his only point guard was the aging Steve Nash. If you're going to make Mike D'Antoni your head coach, give him James Harden. Give him a dominant ball handler, and that's how you have a good success with Mike D'Antoni as your head coach. You have to have a really good point guard, and the Lakers did not have a good point guard. They had an aging Kobe Bryant, a injured Dwight Howard, a guy in Pau Gasol who Mike D'Antoni Tony couldn't stand, and thus it didn't work out for Mike D'Antoni and the Lakers. It also didn't work out with D'Antoni and the Knicks. It just recently worked out with D'Antoni and the Rockets, and of course the Suns. Byron Scott had not had success since he was with the Nets. Yes, he went to a few playoff appearances with David West and Chris Paul, but I never thought Byron Scott was a really good head coach. This was a legacy hire. Because Byron Scott was a Laker legend, they thought they needed a guy who represented the Lakers. So they brought in Byron Scott, and that was one of the biggest disasters ever. Because I think wrongfully so, he made Kobe Bryant feel like he was the best player on the team. I think Byron Scott's job was to make D'Angelo Russell or Julius Randle or any of those young players the best player on the Lakers. And he didn't even come close to doing so. He let Nick Young act like a fool and he let Kobe Bryant act like he's still Kobe Bryant in his prime. That was a disastrous run. That's one of the worst runs as a head coach I've ever seen was Byron Scott as the head coach of the Lakers. The only guy on this list that I feel sorry for is Luke Walton because he had good players. He had Brandon Ingram. The mistake was the D'Angelo Russell trade and making Lonzo Ball the next guy. That was your mistake there. Because Lonzo Ball was never going to work out. It's not about Lonzo Ball's ability or inability. It's about how the disastrous headlines his father was going to bring to the Lakers day after day after day. The Luke Walton years turned into a reality TV show, not a basketball team. Even the one year Luke Walton had LeBron, you had the disastrous almost Anthony Davis trade that didn't happen until after Luke Walton was gone into the offseason. If Luke Walton had gotten Anthony Davis in that midseason like they all predicted, Luke Walton would probably still be the head coach of the Lakers. But his time there was a complete and total disaster because it was a reality show. He was trying to develop young players with LeBron, who didn't want to play with those young players. LeBron had no interest in Brandon Ingram as a player, and he had zero interest in Lonzo Ball as a player. 
I mean, the one guy who thrived with Luke Walton as his head coach was Julius Randle, who, guess what? LeBron had no interest in playing with him moving forward. So that's why the Luke Walton era was never going to last, because he was trying to improve players that were never in for the long-term haul for the Lakers. So that was never going to end well. And then you had the disastrous Magic Johnson resigning in the middle of the weirdest press conference I've ever seen. I mean, and then the next day, Luke Walton not understanding if he had his job or not. I mean, that was just a terrible end for Luke Walton. I'm glad he's in Sacramento. Not sure it's going to work out there, but he's the only guy on that list I feel sorry for at all. The six years under those head coaches, other than Mike D'Antoni, they went to the playoffs once with D'Antoni, they missed the playoffs six straight seasons, which is not very Laker-like. So they hire Frank Vogel. He has a free 21, 294 career record, not too shabby. He brought the Pacers to the playoffs in five of the six years he was with the Pacers. Again, not bad at all. And two trips to the Eastern Conference Finals. And if Paul George had never gotten hurt, he would still be the head coach of the Lakers. Do you know what's different about this guy with the Lakers and with LeBron in general? This guy had success without LeBron James. At one point, he was LeBron James's biggest rival as a head coach with the Pacers. He had Roy Hibbert. He had Paul George. He had Lance Stevenson. They had a legitimate chance to go to an NBA Finals with guys like George Hill. They were an improving team. Frank Vogel is definitively the first head coach you can say has had success before he coached LeBron. Mike Brown had zero success before LeBron. Of course, Eric Spolstra had really no success before LeBron. Again, Tyron Lue had no success before LeBron. This is a guy who can win in the NBA without being the head coach of LeBron James. And then what happened, in my opinion, is Larry Bird wrongfully fired Frank Vogel as Paul George was beginning to be healthy again. Then he becomes the head coach of the Orlando Magic in only two years with the Magic. He was given a roster full of big men in a league that was starting to be dominated by three-point shooting. I mean, at one point, the Magic had on their roster Bismack Biombo, Serge Ibaka, Nicole Vucevic. That's nuts. In a league that's getting smaller and smaller, he was asked to coach a team that was relying solely on big men. That was never going to work. Frank Vogel was never given a true point guard. He was given Alfred Payton for crying out loud. Frank Vogel was not given the keys to success in the Orlando Magic. And again, in the two years there, they were miserable, but in no way was that Frank Vogel's fault. For me, Frank Vogel is not just another retread coach like David Fisdale, who was recently fired by the Knicks, and then he was fired by the Grizzlies and became the head coach of the Knicks. He's not one of those guys who's just going from job to job who's never had success before. He's been to two Eastern Conference Finals in an era where LeBron went to eight straight NBA Finals. He was one of the biggest challengers to LeBron's run. This is a guy who deserved another chance with a good organization and a good roster. And now that he has LeBron James and Anthony Davis. You really want me to act surprised that he's having success? I think that's the most ridiculous thing about it all. And what's even more ridiculous is that this idea that he's just there so that Jason Kidd can become the next head coach of the Lakers. 
I think is ridiculous. There's no way in my mind that Frank Vogel doesn't have at least an appearance in the NBA Finals in his years with the Lakers. Thus, that will make it so that Jason Kidd will not become the next head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. I think Jason Kidd will become the head coach of somewhere else, but there's no way the Lakers just brought in Frank Vogel to hold the seat for Jason Kidd, of all people, who could not have success with Giannis Antetokounmpo, who is having enormous amounts of success now with Mike Budenholzer. Jason Kidd was not a good head coach. Jason Kidd is famous for knocking water in the middle of a basketball game. He is not a good head coach. He is a big name hire, but he does not live up to the hype. Frank Vogel is a small name hire who lives up to the hype. He's underrated. He's had success without LeBron. He'll have great success with LeBron James. I think the same kind of thing happened to Doc Rivers, by the way. I think as the Clippers started to falter, we kind of forgot how good of a head coach Doc Rivers is. Frank Vogel's not on that Doc Rivers level. He's never won a championship, but he is one of the better head coaches in the game. Again, if Paul George was never injured, the Pacers would still be on their run. He made Roy, he had Roy Hibbert, he had Paul George, he had Lance Stevenson, he had George Hill, and even there was the possibility if they didn't trade for George Hill, Frank Vogel at one point with the Pacers could have had Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Imagine if he was given that roster. If you give Frank Vogel all-stars, he's going to be able to win with them because he is one of the better head coaches in the league. Not a lot of head coaches go to the playoffs in five or six years, but yet we continue to give power to big name hires like Stan Van Gundy. I mean, Stan Van Gundy had a job with the Pistons where he was head coach and president of the team, and he barely ever made the playoffs with the Pistons. Frank Vogel had legitimate success with the Indiana Pacers and we all thought he was a bad coach because of two bad years with the Orlando Magic where he was given Serge Ibaka, Bismack Biombo, Nicole Vucevic, and then Alfred Payton. That's what he was given and then and Aaron Gordon, who was not quite Aaron Gordon yet. That's what Frank Vogel was given. A roster full of big men and a not-so-good point guard in a league where Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, James Harden, all these guys are firing three-pointers after three-pointers. The Orlando Magic tried to be like the Spurs of the 90s or something with big men after big men after big men. You were never going to win that way. And again, I'm not blaming Frank Vogel for that at all. That wasn't his plan. He did, There's no way he wanted that roster. First of all, he was only given two years to develop that team, and then he was fired. He was wrongfully fired then. He was wrongfully fired by the Pacers. He's the winningest head coach in Pacers franchise history. And if Paul George never got hurt playing for Team USA, Frank Vogel, in my estimation, would still be the head coach of the Indiana Pacers, and he would have even more success than he already has. And another aspect that is underrated with Frank Vogel, he's a good defensive head coach. His Pacers team played defense. They had Paul George, they had Lance Stevens and George Hill. They were all really good perimeter defenders. Give him LeBron James and now give him Anthony Davis. The Lakers are going to be one of the better defensive teams in the NBA. Then you have JaVale McGee, who's a pretty good defender. Rajon Rondo plays defense when he wants to. Avery Bradley, there's a really good chance. Kyle Kuzma, he is, has a roster full of really good defensive players, which is the kind of success he had with the Pacers. Again, give Frank Vogel a roster like this. He is going to have success in it 
blows my mind that that many people are surprised that he's the Western Conference Coach of the Month. This is a guy who went to the playoffs in five of his six seasons with the Pacers, and his only failure is with the Magic, where no one was going to have success with that roster. He's one of the better head coaches in the league, and he deserved this third chance to be an NBA head coach. Unlike so many of these other retread hires, Frank Vogel had success without LeBron. Frank Vogel is the second best head coach LeBron James has ever had. I think the best is Eric Spolster. I'm a big Eric Spolster guy, but I think Frank Vogel is an underrated head coach. And the fact that so many people are surprised by this. Again, it makes zero sense in this idea. I'm going to go back to it. That Jason Kidd is the next head coach of the Lakers. I think it's the most ridiculous thing of all. And I also think Frank Vogel is young enough where he can be the Lakers head coach for the next decade. He should be there for the after LeBron years. Yes, you can win a title with LeBron and Anthony Davis. But then when it's just Anthony Davis, you know who should be the head coach of the Lakers moving on then? Frank Vogel, he can have success when he's given star players. Look at the resume. When he has a star player, he has enormous success. He should be there for the after LeBron years. He's going to have success with LeBron, and I think he can have success after LeBron's there. Develop Anthony Davis into the best player on the Lakers, and then have Frank Vogel remain there as your head coach. If the Lakers' plan is truly after LeBron to have Jason Kidd as the next head coach, I think that's ridiculous because we've already seen when Jason Kidd is given one superstar player and a roster full of normal players. It's the Bucks. There's no success there, but Frank Vogel can have success if Anthony Davis is just the one superstar player on the Lakers. Jason Kidd, not so much. Jason Kidd couldn't even have success on a Nets team that had KG, Paul Pierce, Joe Johnson, and Darren Williams. He's had his chances. Give Frank Vogel that roster, he would have had better success there than Jason Kidd had. Frank Vogel is the right man for the job with the Lakers. And it's just nuts that not too many people were keen on the idea of Frank Vogel as the next head coach of the Lakers. This success shouldn't surprise you. It's it's obvious that it was going to happen. Look at the resume of Frank Vogel. He is one of the best head coaches in the NBA. And if you look at this season, I think the Lakers are going to be even better than they are right now. Kyle Kuzma's coming back off of his injury. He's going to improve. He's going to become the true third star on that team. I think Kyle Kuzma has star potential, and I think Frank Vogel can get that out of him. Like he developed a guy like Paul George. Not saying Kyle Kuzma is going to become Paul George, but Frank Vogel also has a pretty good resume of developing young players into really good players. Also, He's going to get Avery Bradley back. The team's going to become better defensively. He's going to have Rondo. He's going to have Bradley. He's going to have Caldwell Pope. This is a pretty deep Lakers roster that Frank Vogel is going to be better at managing some of these guys than Luke Walton was. Again, Luke Walton's roster was full of all young players. Give Frank Vogel a veteran roster. They are going to have success. He doesn't have to worry about developing Brandon Ingram. He doesn't have to worry about developing Lonzo Ball. He's given a veteran roster. The only guy who's really there for development should be Kyle 
Kuzma, the rest of the roster, it's veteran-laden team. They should have success in the playoffs. The Western Conference Finals is building towards this Lakers-Clippers battle, and it's going to be a battle about those two head coaches. Frank Vogel can match pretty well with Doc Rivers, and I don't think you can say that about a lot of these Western Conference coaches. I mean, would you take Quinn Schneider and the Jazz against the, the Clippers right now? No, but I would take Frank Vogel and the Lakers against the Clippers. Yeah, he has more superstars than the Jazz, but... Frank Vogel is a better head coach than Quinn Schneider is, in my opinion. I think Frank Vogel is an underrated coach. And the Lakers made the right decision in hiring him and not trying to do one of the splashy hires they're famous for. I mean, they famously tried to get Phil Jackson to come out of retirement after they fired Mike Brown. They brought Mike D'Antoni in. They've been infamous in trying to make the splashy hires. They tried to make their coaching hires like their free agent signings. And then they signed Byron Scott because he's a Laker legend. And they, when they can't get the big name, they go to somebody they know. And then Luke Walton was like the obvious hire that everyone thought so. But the thing about Luke Walton is he was so good because he was coaching Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson. I could have coached that team to a winning record. Luke Walton, I think, will become a good head coach, but he wasn't the coach of the year that everyone thought he was. I mean, that was ridiculous. That was one of those hires the Lakers did because it would have just been so stupid of them to over Luke Luke Walton because if it had worked out somewhere else, the Lakers would look like the biggest fools to not bring Luke Walton in after the disastrous run of Byron Scott. I mean, that was the obvious hire was Luke Walton. But this is a guy who's the right hire. For the first time in a long time, the Lakers made the right hire. Frank Vogel checks everything off the list of a Lakers coach needs to be. A Lakers coach needs to be able to coach superstars like Phil Jackson coach Kobe and Shaq. Frank Vogel has done that. He's coached Paul George, and even Roy Hibbert, people don't want to talk about this, was at one point a star player in the NBA. He has coached star players. Frank Vogel checks off that list. A Lakers coach needs to have playoff success. Guess what Frank Vogel has? Again, playoff success, five of six years, two trips to the Eastern Conference Finals. He can handle that playoff pressure, and you can say he did it in the smaller market of Indiana. That's maybe a legitimate case against him, but he can do it in the big stage. He can coach LeBron. He can coach AD. I also think what's being overlooked to this early fast start by the Lakers is if the Lakers can put a big enough early lead in being a one to four seed in the Western Conference, they can start to rest LeBron James unlike any team has ever done. I mean, last year when the Lakers were trying to make their playoff push, LeBron was injured because guess what? He was having to play minute after minute after minute after minute. If the Lakers can get to such a ferocious start that there's no way they're not one of the top four seeds because that's to me all they need to be is a top four seed. It doesn't matter if they're the one seed. If they if they have to play the Clippers and Staples, guess what? That might feel like a home game to LeBron and the Lakers. For the first time in a long time, LeBron James might not have to play 82 games for his team to be able to win all those games. You might actually be legitimately able to rest LeBron James and win impactful games. You can develop Anthony 
Davis and your superstar player. There's a way here for Frank Vogel to get what he wants, to be one of the top four seeds in the West, and to rest LeBron James so you can have him there for that playoff push. And if Frank Vogel is given a fully rested LeBron James, and now Anthony Davis has developed into that best player, that's how dangerous the Lakers can be. That would be the Lakers at their most dangerous, is if Anthony Davis is their leading scorer, and LeBron James is all the other little things. To me, that would make the Lakers the most dangerous team in the Western Conference Finals. And do you know who's going to be able to have success with those two players if that happens? Frank Vogel. It was one of the best head coaching hires in recent memories. Some of these other teams should have hired Frank Vogel before. The Knicks should have brought in Vogel instead of David Fisdale because Frank Vogel has a resume of winning. Not like some of these retread coaches. He's had success when it matters most. He's dealt with star players. He's built for this era of NBA basketball. It just just because the Orlando Magic years didn't work out doesn't mean Frank Vogel is not one of the best coaches in the NBA. And this early part of the season is proving he is one of the best coaches in the NBA. And the latter part of this year, he again, to me, will prove he's one of the best coaches in the NBA. Anthony Davis might have been the best acquisition the Lakers have made, but their most underrated acquisition has been as Frank Vogel as their best head coaching high in years. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Dead Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs>